You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 142. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And today we are going to address the elephant in the room. The precious few words you say when someone says you should really be spending time on your self-development. I just don't have enough time. I don't have time to take that course. I don't have time to read that article. I don't have the time to attend that webinar. I don't have time to get that coaching. I don't have time to find a mentor. I don't have time to learn anything new. There's just not enough time. We're going to talk about all of those not enoughs, if they're really having an effect on your career progression, and how to find some magical time you didn't even know you had. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by my free masterclass on defining, measuring, and communicating PMO value. You're going to learn the best techniques for showing your PMO impact. So if you're wondering how to show the value of your PMO, how to up-level your PMO to deliver value more quickly, what metrics will impress your business leaders most, why fixing project management doesn't seem to get the expected results, and if there really is a way to get it all done without losing your sanity in the process. Because here's the deal. You're busy and you don't have time to waste reading 10 different books with conflicting guidance and scour the internet for a ton of pieced together articles that seem to only get average results. By the way, the average PMO success rate is still sadly around 50%. So you don't wanna follow the average guidance. Average guidance, average results, means you're probably looking for a new job in two years. So by saving your spot in this training, that is free, you're going to put yourself first in line to learn the high-impact measurement techniques that until now have been exclusively reserved for my private clients and Impact Engine PMO students. That's right, I'm sharing some of the hundreds of secrets I've teached my IEPMO students so that you can uncover what my students have by putting into practice these very techniques. So just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash value. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash value and join us for one of our upcoming free training classes. Okay, let's do this. Now you may know that I run a PMO training and implementation program and a VIP experience that includes coaching. Coaching with me, coaching with some of the top thought leaders in this space. It's a phenomenal, holistic experience to developing PMO leaders. We look at both the internal aspects, the mindset, the approach, your own career goals, as well as the get it done stuff. How are you making an impact and how do we build your roadmap of PMO capability services and impact delivery in your organization. Now in this program, I have a fantastic group of impact drivers. They are all super hardworking, really dedicated to their own development, the development of their PMOs and their organizations. They are in it to win it. And you know what they also all have in common? The constant struggle to find time to continue their self-development and 
Many of them are like you, building the plane while flying it, trying to build services and capabilities with their PMO, through their PMO, and deliver on services and capabilities all at the same time. So when the heck are they going to have time to also do their own self-development? Well, the reason they're so successful in this program is that they've figured it out. But just like you, they need constant reminders to put themselves first, or as I like to say to them, put their oxygen mask on first before they take care of those around them. If you've ever been on a flight, you've heard those words, and they are super important and relevant to all of you PMO leaders because we are so good at taking care of everybody else, but we might fall a little short on making time to take care of ourselves. Now listen, I totally get it. Many of the years that I was in your shoes building and running PMOs, I was a single mom with a highly energetic young child that needed me, my time and attention. I had family obligations, personal responsibilities, and oh, by the way, very demanding roles as a PMO leader. There really didn't feel like there was a lot of time to build my skills and develop my capabilities so that I could continue to grow and provide more value to my organization and have more fulfillment in my job and climb that career corporate ladder like I was trying to do. There was a lot in my way of success if I chose to think of it that way. Now back to my Impact Engine PMO students. Because so many of them are like me and like you, hard-driven, trying to build their skills and capabilities, and feeling like they're being pulled in too many directions because one other thing we all have in common is a desire to take care of others and help others be successful. So sometimes I have to remind them, hey, listen, I get it. You're starting to feel like you just don't have time to get through the Impact Engine program, to apply everything that you're learning, and to keep those 90-day cycles of iterative value delivery and high-impact outcomes going. I get it. I really, really do. And most importantly, I'm not judging you, my students, or anyone else that feels this way and might even feel a little bit overwhelmed. My heart is overflowing with love and care for all of you in the tough road that you're on because I've been there. And this is the entire reason that I built the Impact Engine PMO program and the coaching program and do this podcast and the free training masterclasses we do and the PMO Impact Summit and all the other things we do to support this industry. They're there because I wish I had me when I was you, someone to guide me on this journey that I went through for 15 years as a PMO leader. The headaches and the frustration I would have saved if I had had access to someone like me to support me on that journey. And I still feel like there's never enough time. 28 years after I've started my career, I still feel every day like I wish I could do more. But I'm starting to learn new techniques on how to handle all of that. And because people like us are driven to create value and we thrive on helping people do big things, you're really never going to feel like there's enough time. So it's going to be about building a framework that supports the life and the results that you want to create. There's always going to be more to do than you have time to do. In fact, if you're like me, you have a never ending to-do list because as soon as you accomplish some things, 
you start adding more stuff to that list and it just keeps going and going and going. And if you are building the plane while flying it, meaning you're delivering on projects or delivering PMO services while trying to get that foundation built and trying to get more services and capabilities delivered the right way, you're always going to have too much to do. So you're going to need to get creative on figuring out ways to do the things that matter most and letting go of the things that don't need to get done. And before you even think the words, but everything is important, need I remind you that those are the same words that drive you crazy when your business leaders say every single project in the company is of equal importance. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Right. So let's not do the same thing ourselves. Let's be very clear that not everything is number one priority. And if we can't figure out how to prioritize effectively, how in the world can we expect to lead our business leaders through prioritizing their portfolio of projects effectively? Yeah, I kind of got you there, huh? When we think about it from that perspective, we have to think about it differently because we are in the business of prioritization. We are in the business of impact driving. We are in the business of facilitating a process that helps people figure out what is most important and how to spend their time to make the biggest impact. So we're going to turn the tables a little bit and do that for ourselves. Now, in the case of my students, they have access to an entire implementation program. And sometimes they'll say, oh, I don't really have time to start that. And they treat it like a course or something they're supposed to do on nights and weekends. And then they get frustrated when they finally start the course and they think, oh my gosh, I had everything I needed right in front of me this whole time. So let's make sure you're taking advantage of all the resources you have around you to build your knowledge and your skills and capability, and then put it into action in a way that helps you get better at making an impact with more value achieved with less investment in your time and resources because you're going to get laser focused on exactly where you should be spending your energy. Now, you've got a good first step here, at least because you're listening to this podcast. And if you are anything like me, you listen to these podcasts while you are doing something else. Now, let's make sure that something else is something that's using a different part of your brain. For example, You can't be in a meeting participating and listen to this podcast effectively, but you could exercise. You could drive if you're commuting or just running errands or just getting outside. You can do it while you are doing the dishes, doing the laundry, cleaning your house, or a million other things that you need to do in your day-to-day life. I learned so much about running my business by listening to podcasts while I was doing all of the mundane tasks of life. And frankly, it made things like cleaning the house a little bit more fun. So if you can find ways to use different parts of your brain to learn something while doing something mundane and boring, awesome. But let's not confuse that with the multitasking or task switching of switching from one same type of activity to another task that requires the same parts of our brain every few minutes. That is just completely wasteful, makes you very busy, but not very productive. So as a little aside, just to make sure that you're not doing that, that is one of the biggest things that you don't want to do is task switching. And that's when 
you're writing up a document, working on a report, attending a meeting, and ping, you get that email and you go over and check it. And then you get buried in responding to somebody that just really doesn't get what you're doing and you're getting all frustrated. And then, okay, now you got to get back to that document and you've lost 20 minutes of your time or more and you're starting all over. So we don't want to do that kind of task switching. But if you can find time to use your thinking part of your brain to do something like listen to these podcast episodes while you're doing some of those mundane life tasks like driving or walking or exercising or cooking or whatever you've got to do that's using a different part of your brain, then that is an excellent way to help you feel like you're accomplishing something important, building your know-how so that you can make an impact more effectively while you're doing some of the things you've got to do every day. This little secret of doing this kind of thing, which you may actually be doing right now, so high five to you if you're doing that, can help you maximize your time without adding more hours to the day. Now, here's another bit of advice that I've shared with my Impact Engine PMO students. Now, they have a whole step-by-step-by-step program on how to build or up-level or even rescue the PMO, right? And what I tell them to do still applies to you even if you're not in that program, although I'd love to have you join us. What you want to do is block an hour a day on your calendar and treat that time like you're meeting with me. You would show up. You're not going to be checking your email. You're not going to be doing other things. You would focus. We would have a good conversation. We would plan out what you're going to do to take your PMO to that next step. You'd learn, you'd apply, and you'd get results. Now, the reason I have my students do this is partly because they're going through a step-by-step program and they have videos to watch and worksheets to fill out and documents that they're creating for their PMO and the things that they're doing. But you can do the same thing. You block an hour a day and use that time for nothing else but focused energy on figuring out what your PMO needs to do making a move forward to accomplish something related to that foundational building block you need to put in place for your PMO or to think through a service that you want to create or to build your 90-day roadmap for what services and capabilities you're going to deliver with your PMO. Block one hour a day. Now, an hour doesn't seem like a lot of time, but if you do that five days a week before you know it, you've got some real progress happening. So you can use that time to learn, and then the next day you apply. Or if you're like me, you learn something in part of that time and then you immediately put it into action. That's the best way to guarantee your progress is to have intentional focus on learn, do, learn, do. That's one of the big mistakes that a lot of people make when they are learning something new or trying to build their skills and capabilities is that they create a lot of knowledge by listening to podcasts or taking training classes or attending masterclasses or investing in programs. And they'll listen to the content, watch the videos, but then they don't do anything with it. And that's why so many people feel stuck. They gather the knowledge and believe that they now are more powerful when in fact, the application of that knowledge is where your power comes from. The application of that knowledge is where your impact will happen. So if you can block an hour on your calendar today and use that time to learn something new and then take an action on it, not just write some notes, but actually 
build something, create something, draft something, create that work breakdown structure of the things that would have to do to put it in place. You are one step closer to the momentum you are trying to build of creating this foundation for your PMO, the next level of capabilities, that service you really want to add that you know is going to provide value. Now, the secret here is that you cannot do anything else with that time. Pretend that you've booked a meeting on your calendar with me, we're live, we're interacting, and you're not allowing other distractions to get in the way of your progress. Remember, small but consistent steps toward your goal are the fastest way to get there. Because if you try and block a week on your calendar and do everything all at once, you're not going to have the spaces between. Those spaces when you're thinking about the ideas that you're developing, where you're getting to interact with your stakeholders and talk to them about their pain points and ask questions and iterate. You want to iterate your way to impact. That is the secret to success. And cramming, just like if you took a boot camp class or cram for an exam, isn't going to have the same sustainable value because you're not allowing your time to think, to iterate, to continue to improve upon that idea or service or capability you're trying to build. So remember, iterations are key to this. And by finding one hour a day to help you build that capability, you're getting further than the procrastination that says, I'll work on it eventually, the days that never come. Eventually, by the way, never happens. That's one thing that I have learned in all of these years of running PMO strategies. And it used to be something that I would do before I really became relentless about taking action. I would hear about a program that I'd want to participate in, or I would get these ideas for things I wanted to do in my business. And I would think, oh, I'll get to that later when there's more time. And the truth is there will never be more time. I've learned this with our Impact Engine PMO students. Those that learn about our program and take action and sign up, get the best results. The people that say, I'll do it eventually, or I'm too busy right now, or I don't have time, they never do the program. And so they never get the results. Later will never come. I've learned this with my students. I learned this with myself. I've learned this with my peers. And I've watched the magic happen for action takers. So if you want to get the kind of success that you're looking for, you need to become a now action taker, not a someday or a later action taker. Now, whether it's our Impact Engine PMO program or just listening to podcast episodes or masterclasses, webinars, PMO Impact Summit events, anything that we offer or that anybody else offers, the point is action and focus and prioritization because When we tell ourselves, I will do it someday, we might as well say, this is not important. Just the same way your business leaders say, oh, we'll get to that project eventually. Eventually is never coming. Just forget about it. So if you're feeling like this all sounds great, except for I just don't have an hour a day. Let's talk about that fiction right now. First and foremost, look at your calendar, look at your day, look at your life, and let's start 
with your calendar, your workday calendar. You need to get ruthless with that calendar. What meetings should you not even be in? What meetings are happening that really seem to have no purpose whatsoever? What meetings can you delegate that you usually attend? And why on earth do you have every meeting scheduled for 60 minutes when most of them could be done in 15 to 30 minutes? Just because that's the standard unit of time doesn't mean the meeting automatically has to be scheduled for 60 minutes. With my clients, I often have them look at every single meeting they have and figure out what can be cut in half. For example, sponsor updates for their programs, 60 minutes is way too long. You need to be using really good one-page dashboard reporting and cutting that sucker down to 30 minutes. What about project updates? I love daily stand-up meetings or weekly stand-up meetings of 15 minutes or less. What have we done? What are we doing? And where are we stuck? If you can keep it to those three things, you can make some real progress. And start creating recurring blocks of time on your calendar daily or weekly that you treat as if you're out of office. Some of my clients find this very helpful. They have productivity times blocked on their calendar. Now, you'll need to figure out what works best for you as to where that productivity block is. For example, for me, it's from about 9 a.m. to noon and then late afternoon, around 4 o'clock. So those are the times I block on my calendar to have my super productive thinking time and knock stuff out. Now, you'll need to figure out where those blocks are for you, but once you figure them out, Start blocking them off regularly on your calendar. Move meetings to outside of those times. If you could find a one or two or three hour block every day that you maybe use one of those hours for the things we've been talking about here and the other two for creation and thinking work and things that really help you move the ball down the field, that is the best way to get more value and more impact in your hours. Often we will waste away the high productivity time that works with our normal cycles by checking emails or attending meetings. And that's wasteful. So figure out where your most productive, most energetic, most clear thinking happens and block those times on a regular basis. Move everything you can around them and realize that you won't necessarily be able to do it every day, but building that habit and blocking that time and following it as much as you can will make a huge difference to your productivity. It'll be like finding an extra hour or two every day just by managing your schedule to where your productive times are. Check emails late in the afternoon when you're in that slump that happens to many of us because that doesn't need as much critical thinking and sharpness as when you're putting together that PMO recommendation presentation for what services and capabilities you're gonna deliver. So use your time wisely, and that alone can create an hour or two of extra productivity without adding an hour or two to your schedule. Now, I have a ton of other ideas in what I call the one hour manager. You can go to episode 41 of our podcast, that's pmostrategies.com forward slash 041, or just scroll back in your podcast feed to go to episode 41. And there's a transcript if you'd prefer to read the step-by-step process I use to give you many hours back in your week while still managing your team and getting everything done that you need to get done using my process called the One Hour Manager. So that's episode 41 if you want some more productivity hacks 
that'll help you get more done in the right way with the biggest impact while prioritizing yourself first so that you can take care of everybody else around you. Now, back to that prioritization, one more time, I want to make sure you're really clear on this. You have the ability to help your business leaders prioritize. You help them cut the projects that shouldn't be happening. You help them focus resources and energy on the most important activities happening. You facilitate this all the time. So I don't want to hear any nonsense about, but everything's number one priority. You know better. So figure out where you do want to focus your energy, what matters most, what's going to make the biggest impact and give yourself a break from feeling like you have to do it all at once. The goal is to iterate your way to impact and you absolutely know how to do this. You just have to apply all those hard-earned project management skills, leadership skills, focus skills, prioritization skills to yourself, your schedule, be ruthless and create those blocks of productivity so that you can achieve those big outcomes you're looking for. You absolutely have the time. It's a matter of whether or not you're serious about making the kind of impact you're looking to make. And trust me when I say that these things absolutely work. There is no way that I could accomplish everything I have been doing over the last many years, running the largest virtual PMO conference in the world, building a business of consulting, an endless supply of training programs and webinars and masterclasses and weekly podcast episodes, and serving a thriving community of impact drivers in our Impact Engine PMO implementation program and coaching program. We do a lot here at PMO Strategies, and the way we do it with a very small team is by creating that relentless pursuit of impact, prioritizing, realizing the to-do list is never going to be empty because you're always looking for ways to continue to develop your own skills and make that impact. So think about this as you look at your week, look at your calendar, look at how you're spending your time and find that magical one hour a day to put yourself first so that you can achieve big things as you iterate your way to impact. Before we go, don't forget, if you want to learn more about how you can define, measure, and communicate value for your PMO, definitely check out my free masterclass on doing just that. Go to pmostrategies.com forward slash value. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash value. That's it for this episode today. If you love this and love the impact that I'm helping you make, please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to hit subscribe and download these episodes so they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. I cannot wait to hear your stories of impact and the magical places you're finding time on your calendar to iterate your way to impact. Bye-bye for now.